0: Black Oni. You're now listening to the Black Oni podcast. Other podcasting apps, etc. etc. I don't, there's like some other stuff out there I don't know about, like looked It Up and whatever. Welcome to the Black Money Podcast, episode 51. I am joined today by two other people, one of which you guys already know from other podcast sessions my man Soil, aka System of a Down. What's up? And we have online special guests of this week, China McCoy. How is everyone doing
1: today? Pretty good, pretty good. Hanging in there, man. Yeah, okay. good stuff. How you doing, China? Oh,
2: we might have lost him.
1: Yeah, where'd
2: he
0: go? As soon as we started recording.
2: Fantastic. Uh, I'm actually glad to be here. Oh no! I don't know what happened. We lost
1: video. Yeah, we
0: lost. We lost most. most no. stuff. Yeah. Oh, I can hear you now. All right. Well, as long as we can I'm, hear you, that's what. That's I don't want to
2: see you guys. We can't
0: see you anymore. Well, we see a frozen image. I just got a spinning. Damn, Damn you! Skype! <laughs> Somewhere,
2: somebody's going excellent.
0: I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's funny because right before we started streaming, uh, right before we started recording. Everything was running smoothly, and then as soon as I pressed the record button, it just started, like, getting all funky.
2: Yes, that was the setup. Sky <laughs> has it in for us.
0: Uh-huh. But we'll move forward anyway.
2: Um, yeah, because we can still see each other, so it's perfect.
0: Right. So, as our intro slash icebreaker, the question I have for you guys is, what would your top game as a crass platform game be? cross-platform game cross-platform so like how what would across so like a game that can go across platforms so one example of this a very recent example that we'll touch on later in the podcast is uh paragon it's a game where you can play on your ps4 or on your pc and people between the two platforms can actually play uh with each other Okay. Um, okay i'm feeling that yeah right (laughs) So what would what would be your choice of a game that was just like that?
2: I mean, there's a there's a uh, there's a whole lot of them out there. So I mean, that's that's kind of that's kind of hard to choose.
0: It is, it is. It's a it's a tricky one. Will Will Dave? Do you already have? Well,
2: one? I'm a I'm a I'm a fighter. Okay. I'm a fighter kind of guy, so I like the fighting games. Oh yeah, I like fighting games too. <laughs> like street you know street street fighter is definitely one of them. Mm-hmm. So I think that would be a that would be a great uh cross platform game.
0: The good news is it is cross platform. Oh,
1: there you go. Oh
0: yeah, so that was a perfect <laughs> answer cuz they they on top of it they're like, "You know what? We know PS4 people want to play with PC people. We'll figure it out." And they did.
1: No, I didn't know that. Is that for 5? Yep, Street Fighter 5. All right. It's pretty legit. Um, Oh, there you go. What's up, Will? There we go.
0: Yeah. We got image back. We're back in the black. Oh, yeah. Um, I
2: need to call Skype. The pixelation is horrible.
0: Yeah, Skype needs a (laughs) fixation.
2: The pixelation is horrific.
1: (laughs) What about you, Soy?
2: Yeah, that's that's the. I don't
1: know. It's like a good question because. You, you need something that can translate well between platforms, and that people want to play together. Mm-hmm. Fighting games a good one to go with.
2: Mm-hmm. I don't
1: know, man. I don't know, China. What would you go with, man?
0: Oh, he said Street Fighter.
2: Um, you can't, I can't vote. Yeah, I, I said I said I said Street Fighter because the fighting game. I like other games like God of War, God Eater. You know, I, I like games like that. Yeah. You know, kind of. You know, I like monsters, and you know, as you can tell, that's 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 my thing. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, I think that would be a good one. Uh, I don't think uh, uh, I don't know if God of War has has become one. I know God Eater was one of them.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think uh, if it was on PC or Vita. They might have done that. Yeah. I know, like yeah. um
2: So they did it.
0: God of War Ascension had a multiplayer mode. So that would that would. Yeah. Be but-
2: and, uh, I Yeah, I haven't... I'm not sure. Let me check. Mm-hmm. Now that we're here talking about it. Right. I guess... Mm-hmm.
0: I guess my choice for a multi-platform game... I mean, mine is kind of a cop-out choice because it's something I've been playing a lot of recently. Um, Metal Gear Online. If that was cross-platform, since it is on PC, it is on Xbox One, and it is on PlayStation, if... We can open up Metal every- Metal is on everything. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, oh, yeah. It really is. Except for the Wii U. It's not, it's not on the Wii U. Well, I guess I can. Yeah, I mean, you can. Since we were kind of talking about it earlier, I mean, I would like more sports games to be able. I can play with an Xbox guy and a PlayStation guy. Mm-hmm. Like, that's still kind of my dream. So if I could play Madden against someone on Xbox and I'm on PlayStation, I'd love
2: that. I don't you even know. think they have any... Many, if if any, sports cross-platform games. I don't think so. No, so I a, haven't haven't seen anybody talking about it. I haven't seen you know, I haven't seen it anywhere actually. Right. Yeah, I think that would be
0: actually a good yeah. choice yeah. because be sure. there's, there's plenty of cross-platform people Cross-platform sports games. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I think uh, I think that was a pretty good warm up to the podcast. A pretty nice little. Uh, question for you for us to kind of start thinking about stuff. It's different. You made me. think. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yes, it's usually easy you th- you threw us into
0: the pit of hell <laughs> That's Right, and that's a perfect segue because now we're going to have a discussion about uh, what it is that brings you here so this part of the podcast session is called I want to get to know you Uh Interview with China McCoy. So the first question even before I get to any of those questions is what what made your nickname China McCoy.
2: Uh it's actually my name. Oh it is. But I have so many names. So Okay. My real name my real name is actually under they seat though, Milan Dustin China McCoy. Gotcha. So <laughs> some people call me Milan, some people call me Dre, some people call me China, you know, so okay. you know, it's just whatever fits the uh the situation.
0: <laughs> right, right. And you were born in Spain, right? Yep, yeah, that's the Andrecito. Right, right. And the Milan, and the Disney. <laughs> <laughs> All the other names, yeah. So, okay,
2: it's like, it's like why, <laughs> just give me one place. <laughs> one place, one name, keep it simple.
0: <laughs> and speaking about that, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself in general, your self, your upbringing, your career, and kind of your highlight accomplishments. <laughs>
2: Uh, one of my highlight accomplishments was actually being born. So that was just the greatest thing since Swiss cheese. <laughs> Don't be over there laughing, David. <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, uh, yeah, actually, uh, I grew up on the East coast, even though I was born in Spain, cause my dad was in the military. So that's the traveling around. Mm-hmm. And so I pretty much grew up on the majority of the East coast, uh, Florida, New York, Jersey, Baltimore, DC, just all along the East coast. Wow. Um but I grew up on comic books, you know. I, you know, I think a lot of us grew up in the era of Stanley um Atari, PlayStation. You know, that was pretty much Neo Geo. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah. we kind of grew, we grew up in the era of the consoles, you know, Dreamcast, you know, we had mm-hmm. Nintendo was this a box. Yep. <laughs> um, you know, our first handheld uh video game was the football game that had the little lines, and it was this, uh, what was the name of that? It was crazy. It was just a little box, and the football players were red digital lines. and Yeah. And, uh, so, I mean, you know, we just grew up in that era. Japanese, it was, uh, Voltron, and Ultraman, and Giant Robot, and, uh, Silver Hawks, and all that stuff, so, Mm -hmm. so that was my whole world, you know what I mean? That was, uh, Uh, pretty much everything that led me to kind of be where I'm at in today's society as far as video games and uh, animations and uh, movies. So uh, I pretty much said, you know what, I'm going to go to California and become an action movie star. And I packed up and came to California and started doing some extra work. And next thing you know, I ended up on The Matrix and... (laughs) I'm, I'm, I'm doing the action fight stunt doubling for Morpheus, you know, so I'm jumping around and I'm punching, fighting, flipping, diving through walls and just ducking bullets and, you know, so it was great. So I think people would say The Matrix was my greatest accomplishment, but I think for me, my greatest accomplishment was leaving The Matrix to star in independent action movies. So to go from doing that to actually holding my own for an entire movie. Mm-hmm. You know, which is a big thing. It's hard to carry a movie. So, yes. in Hollywood, I was, I was, I became one of the guys that was known from transcending from stunt action fight double to actually actor, right? Who could fight and do his own stunts. That's so that was a big thing back then. Yeah, so that was one, one of my major
1: accomplishments. How old were you when you when you packed up and moved out to Cali? Uh.
2: I think I did that when I was in my 30s. Wow. I left everything behind, man. I was I had a, a townhouse, I had two cars. Um, you know, I was doing pretty good and uh, uh it's a true story, I packed my bags, my duffel bag and I opened the door and I looked back into the, you know, I looked back into the house and I'm like, I'm out of here. And <laughs> I left the door open with everything in the house, the beds, the TVs, the living room sets, the clothes. Every, I just took what I thought I needed and walked down to the Greyhound bus and came to California. Left everything behind. Wow. Just like wow. that. No yard sales. No hay. No nothing. Just, I'm gone. Y'all can have this. <laughs> wow. Because yeah. in my mind, everything that, uh, that I had there, I believe that I could have got when I got elsewhere. Right, so that was my my thought process. Like, why would I need to pack all this to take it somewhere when I can just get there and just yeah. start all over, you yeah. know? So yeah, it was it was great. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's pretty cool. So what 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 kind of kick started your idea process on becoming an actor, becoming um, getting into the industry in general, not just in terms of um, like acting full uh, acting as the full production, like you know, carrying a movie or or being a stunt double, what what kickstarted that?
2: My childhood, mm. um, you know, uh, growing up with underoos and all that stuff, and just you know wanting to be like Wolverine or the Hulk, or you know, what I mean, just wanted to be like you know a superhero. You know, it's like God. Ah. And then you know, you know, because on the East Coast, when you watch TV for us, it was it was well, then you couldn't fathom you being a person that could be on TV because you just thought, oh, wow, these are what these people do and they're just, you know, it's just like, it's not real to us. (laughs) Yeah. But once I found, like, where do they do this stuff? Like, how do they make these movies? Like, where are these people actually are? Are these people actually real or is this some sort of thing that they're stuck in the TV world, you know? Mm -hmm. And then once I found out it was a real place, I'm like, that's where I'm going because that's who I am. So maybe you could say it was it was a calling. Yeah. It was you know how they say get bit by the bug. So I think that was it. That's pretty cool. And what was I don't want to specifically
0: only say the Matrix, but that's the one that people at home will probably recognize the most. But what was your experience Mm -hmm. filming both the Matrix and your first movie that you've ever been in? What was that experience like? Um.
2: I'll say two things. Um, when people say, "Wow, you were on the Matrix," it's like, "Wow, dude, you were on the Matrix!" Like, "Wow, that must have been amazing." But when I look back on it, at that time, it was for me. It was just like being on another movie set, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not being on the Matrix, because it was like I had I was doing extra work, so I was on TV shows like Pacific Blue, VIP. Uh, with Pamela Anderson, uh, Baywatch, I was doing stuff like that. Yeah. Strange Days, Mortal Kombat, like I was Mortal on. Mortal Kombat, those, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I was on all those movies. So for me, it was just like being on another movie, except I was actually just doing a little more stuff. But, you know, it was the same, got to get up really early. And, you know, it's, and funny, if, you know, um, if, if there are anyone out there listening in this big, vast universe, you can actually go to YouTube and type in China McCoy. And you can see, you might find some stuff on there where it shows me uh, on The Matrix. And actually, you get to see me doing a lot of the stunts on The Matrix and a whole bunch of other stuff. So just go to YouTube on your computers, type in China McCoy, and you'll find some stuff. But, uh, yeah, it was just uh, it was an experience. But it was the greatest experience, like you just pointed out, was... Starring in my own movie because it was like, wow! Someone came to me and actually asked me, "Hey, China, you're the only guy that we know in Hollywood at this moment who can actually do martial arts, fight, and act." So I was kind of like, "Wow! Oh, thank you!" <laughs> you know, let me let me let me pop my collar here. So, uh, oh, so we're now we're having a meeting in this restaurant. So let me uh, cross my legs and sit back and here. Yeah, so let's talk about this. <laughs> But inside, I was like, yes, 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 <laughs> how am I going to do this? <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. so inside, I'm like, how am I going to do this? Is yeah. this really happening?
0: <laughs> is this for and real? And outside,
2: I, I guess, is this for real? Like, wow, okay. Yeah, but I kept my composure. And sure enough, um, I did it. I held my own and uh, did my first movie. I was excited.
0: That's so cool. <laughs> and so uh, what was the name of the movie again? So people can know what to look for specifically.
2: Uh, the first one was called game over mm. uh the next one i did was called tko then i did another one called project purgatory um yeah. so the cool thing is uh got a lot of different it's things, things. It, it's not only that but the, you don't understand the gravity is what i'm saying and this is this is
1: <laughs>
2: fascinating for me um you you guys will probably be amazed about it but Every time I did a movie, I did it with you know a vast amount of people. But every time they turned the product in after it was done, they would give it to the uh, producers and the, and the and the heads of the studio at the time who was making the movie, and they would actually put me on the front cover of the box. So I was like, and I would get phone calls from producers and was like, "Hey China, you should be happy today. Why? Well, they just took everybody off the box and put you on the front." <laughs> what? It's, it's me. <laughs> just you, man. This is awesome. And next thing you know, do another movie. Hey, China. You should check your uh, email for what? see the cover of the box. Why well, I want to see the cover of the box? Because you're on the front cover. All right, cool. No, you are just you. Well, what happened? They like what you did in the movie so they just wanted to stick you on the front cover
0: again yes.
2: <laughs> so you know I was all excited so every time you know I looked up I was on the cover of a movie box so that was hard to do back then yeah you know so uh, you know even today the last movie I did which was in China I got to be on the front of the you know front cover of the movie box so it's a great thing man I'm, you know I'm just trying to make my way in the world as a action movie star and a comic creator
0: yeah absolutely and speaking about comic book creator this is a great segue into the next question what is bane legacy about so me and you had a kind of offline conversation kind of talking about it learning a little bit about it but i want the people at home to have a good understanding of what this comic book series is is all about
2: yeah sorry about that david yeah me and will was talking i know he kind of <laughs> snuck behind your back <laughs> i <laughs> saw a picture <laughs> it,
1: it looked pretty badass i just i didn't know what it was
2: mm-hmm. uh uh um, Bane, I created when I was on the Matrix. And because I grew up on, uh, you know, Marvel Comics, so I grew up on like Morbius, Werewolf by the Night, Dracula, you know, so those are like, I was always into uh, the supernatural world. So I, and I, you know, and besides I was in uh, the Kung Fu movies. So when you kind of look at Bane, his outfit is, he's from Siberia, but his outfit is Asiatic. And uh, he carries those two silver axes. So if you look at a lot of the old kung fu movies, those guys always carry those big double axes, or you know. So I was it was a combination of everything, and uh, Bane was a hybrid that I created, which is a funny story. When I created Bane, I actually took it to the studios, and the studios told me that the world wasn't ready for a hybrid type character. So uh, my argument with them was, well, everybody's always a werewolf or a human or a vampire and a human, but no one's ever been a vampire and a werewolf, you know, and they go, well, we don't know about that. You know, so I pitched it to Showtime. I pitched it to Warner Brothers. I pitched it to uh, Disney. Um, I pitched it to Lionsgate. So I was actually having meetings with the studios, but they were just like, they weren't ready for something like that. And then, of course, a few years later, Outcomes Underworld, and I'm just like, what the? And Blade, yeah. And and Blade, and it's funny, because a lot of people always say, Bane and Blade are the same, and I'm like, well, how are they the same? And they no one could ever tell me, like, how are they the same? He's black. So they would get, well, he's a vampire, and I would go, he's a vampire, and then the second thing is, he's black. I'm like, okay, so I might as well say, the Avengers are the same. You know what I mean? Well, they're white. <laughs> you know uh-huh. what I mean? Like, you, you can't even... It's like, it's okay for us to have more than one black character in the supernatural world. You know? It's okay. They do two different things. They're two they're from two different places. You know, Bane was born in 1620. You know, Blade wasn't that far back.
0: Right.
2: Um, Bane is more werewolf. That's his name.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And he's a cool-ass character. So, um... I put him in an apocalyptic world as well, because uh, I, like, I like the thought of everything always takes place in the here and now. I but, can hear you. you know, yeah, yeah. I just thought, wow, it would be cool if the werewolves and the vampires just ruled this earth.
0: Hmm. Uh-oh. We completely lost him now.
1: Oh.
0: Wait, wait. We're getting back. All right. Getting back. Come on, Skype. Don't fail us now. Hello? You I'm yeah. back? Uh, yeah, we can hear you now.
2: Yeah. Okay. Oh, I just want to check something
0: real quick. Game. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, there okay. you go.
2: There's China. Uh huh. <laughs> that's the back of the box. On the back. And that's another movie I did Project Purgatory. Uh huh. <laughs> nice. So, and it's another movie I did. It's an action movie. It's actually out right now. It just came out. It's Red called Heron, Red Heron. Yeah. So, this, this came out
0: in 2016, then, didn't it? Or was it 2015, yeah. 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 Just came out. Yeah. So, I remember uh, looking it up, looking up some of the, the creds and saw that. I was like, oh, he's into you know, something that's just recently released. So, that's pretty cool, too. Yeah. That's very cool. So and yeah, man. That's so, that's also when when did it finally come into fruition as like a physical character like when cuz you have this idea of this character but sometimes you you know you don't have a, a good sketch kind of figured out or you don't have like a exact way you want him to look so you go to an artist and figure that out when did that part of the process happen
2: um actually i i actually actually myself did the first part of the character like i drew I drew the character how I, I, I perceived him to be. I drew his weapons. Mm-hmm. I, create, I created the name. I created the style, mm-hmm. um, the image, uh, the flow. Like, I created everything first. Nice. And I went with that. And, you know, when the social network started to become as big as it, it has, I started putting my stuff out there. And then people be like, hey, what is that? It's kind of different, you know? And I go, oh, it's like this. And then, you know, some artists would show up and be like, hey, man, love the character. What is it about? And i tell them what it's about and what he does. And then next thing you know, they'd be like, hey, man, I drew a couple of sketches and pictures of Bane for you. I'm like, wow, this is awesome, you know? And they'd be like, and I, so I would take those along with what I had and then put them out together. And then more artists would come on and be like, wow, that's awesome. Next thing you know, Fan art. Like I'm getting oh, yeah. I received I receive tons of fan art. So if you go to my website, um, you can just go to the fan art section, you can see how many people just keep sending me more and more fan art. So um That's cool. You know, in the in the comic industry, they're like when people when when comic artists and artists start drawing fan art of your comic work, you know you've got something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because you know, comic other comic artists don't have no reason to draw a fan art of your work when they got their own. Unless they enjoy drawing the character. Right. 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 So next thing you know, man, like every 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 uh, every other every other week or every other day, I'm waking up to new fan art on Bane. So I'm like, this is amazing. I'm just loving this. <laughs> and- so the next step is uh The next step is taking them into the video game platform. So that's what I'm trying to, you know, get done now. Mm -hmm. And what was your biggest inspiration
0: for the comic book? I guess if it was one character or one kind of storyline, one
2: series. Uh, My biggest inspiration was the lack of work. At the time in Hollywood for myself. Mm. So like when you're in Hollywood, it was a. is always what they wanted to to do. So I was like, I want to create something for me that I can do, you know? And since I was already starring in action movies, I was like, this is right up my alley, you know? So I, I can already fight with weapons and I can do all the stuff that the character can do. Right. So I'm gonna create a platform, a comic book, and a movie for me. And, you know, I, 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 I did it on G, sorry. I was very very diligent about uh, getting this done Um, I was consistent, I was persistent um, because I wanted to portray a supernatural character myself because I cosplayed my own character when I went to San Diego Comic Con and it was cool because it got recognized at the San Diego Comic Con as the a most original character and most original weapons mm. so you gotta think i'm at the san diego comic con there's millions of superheroes out there for sure but everybody was always like who is this what is this who are you you know because i had the fangs you know the whole look i had the axes in my hands. So the uh-huh. whole deal uh-huh so all, everybody wants to take pictures with bane i just thought hey this is great so they just took to the character immediately that is awesome That's people
0: great. can check out pictures of that on uh on your social media
2: yeah, they can go to uh, Bane Legacy Apocalypse on Facebook or they can go to BaneLegacyApocalypse.Weebly.com. Uh, okay. Just the website and they get to see uh, a lot of the video footage, um, the making, uh, the characters, um, the comic books. You can see everything on the website. That's pretty cool. And how has your experience, and
0: well, I guess you kind of already answered this. I don't know if you have anything additional to say about it, but how's your experience in working in movies helped shape your book?
2: it gave me a better perspective on a uh, story, um, giving the world more. And you got to remember too, I create from an audience perspective. Mm-hmm. So uh, when I created Bane, or even if I uh, decide, okay, I'm going to make Bane a straight video game. I grew up in the video game world. So I am a gamer. Like I am... Uh, I am the kid who, who sits there and is fascinated by the game trailers and you know and and, and just you know we're thumb babies you know <laughs> oh, they're, they're thumb babies so thumb babies. Uh, so when when you go to create that you create with the knowledge of being a thumb baby or the audience who is a lover of this uh, genre mm-hmm. you
0: know
2: so uh, I think that's how that all came about and shapes uh, the way Bane is today for me. Mm-hmm. It's all based on past experience and, and just the way Hollywood is, the way the gaming industry is. Um, you know, you, you just want to... It's, it's funny, you don't want to top other video games, but you almost want to top yourself as a video game. Okay, okay. So top your
0: kind of own expectation of what you want games to be like
2: for for players, okay yeah so for me like i like i like arkham or i like prototype you know what i mean or, or video games like that mm-hmm. so it's like okay i like those games so if i was going to make bane like uh batman or uh, arkham or like prototype or even spider-man like how could i uh combine that or all those three games and put that in bane and then take bane to a whole nother level mm. But as I'm creating Bane, I'm not thinking, "Oh, I'm I'm out here to make my game better than Arkham." I'm not I'm not here to compete with the giants. I'm just here to walk with them as equals.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: That's all. You don't never you don't ever want to compete with a giant, <laughs> right? Because they've been around. They they know. They already have millions of people who follow them and are true to their fan base. Right. So you just want to you know take what you can and make a hybrid, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and then you're like the new kid on the block. Right. Right. And the, you pretty much, we
0: pretty much covered the question that's where uh, in the interview. But uh, my final question in terms of the interview is where can people go in terms of all the social media, YouTube, whether it's the website, you know, Facebook, Twitter, et cetera. Where can people go to check out more of your stuff, learn more about you, more, learn more about Bane Legacy and purchase
2: yeah, I mean, uh, if they want the full blast on Bane Legacy as a whole, uh, I, w- I would say go to Bane Legacy Apocalypse dot dot com, the website, and uh, get the full blast, like just right in your face, bow. Because mm-hmm. uh, if you go to Facebook, um, like I said, go to Facebook. You got Bang Legacy Apocalypse, but um, it's a lot of stuff on there. But once again, it'll never be as much as on the website. Mm-hmm. You know. And pretty much everything that's on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or Tumblr or DeviantArt, it's all on the website. Mm -hmm. So like anything, go to the source. Go (laughs) to
0: the portal. You can get to everything else from there.
2: Yes. And then, you know, you get to see the other characters. Because if you click on my website, if you go towards the end, like you click on investors, you get to see my characters like Tactical and Sightless, you know, other characters and Wolfpack, other characters that I created. Mm. Um, that i'm gonna bring out after bane has solidified himself in the world right right yeah
0: makes sense so now that the interview part is over moving on to the rest of the podcast uh, thank you again so much for uh for sharing that that's all uh, really cool stuff and of course for being here
2: um we're, we're happy to have you on the show Appreciate it, man. I was was like, oh man, I'm on a tight time schedule. I have to do this because Will's been working really hard to get me here, so I can't let him down. So I was like, if I got to get Skype on my phone, we will have this interview, damn it. (laughs) It's awesome. So Um, I'm glad to be here, man.
0: I really appreciate it. For sure. I'm hoping that uh, people at home are as excited as we are to learn more about Bane Legacy, check it out and see the character evolve over time and incorporate the new characters
2: Yes. Um, so yeah, uh, I'm definitely gonna. Um, I'm working hard on making it a video game. So hopefully uh, I'll be back here to be like, hey, guess what, Will? Guess what, Dave? I did it. It's a game. I did it. It's a. It's a. It's a cross platform. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> <That'd be> awesome. <laughs> so that's what I'm gonna be working on. But uh, man, once again, man, I appreciate being here. Um, it, it, it was definitely fun. Yeah. You know, for sure. The the misses is over here yelling at me talking about we have to. I heard that <laughs> earlier, so that's why I was like, do you want to
0: be in the rest of it? But I think you have to go.
2: <laughs> you know how women, they grab you by your neck and be like, get off the computer. Like, yes, all right. It's wow. like, <laughs> it's like, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh god!
0: Tell the missus we say hello.
2: Yeah, I, I shall, very gently. <laughs> Sweetheart things, I don't want to hear it. Let's go. <laughs> Shit. yeah man but appreciate it awesome
0: yeah for sure i mean if if you do have a few seconds you can we can talk about like what you've been playing lately and then um if if it's been anything i know you've been really busy as as have many of us i I
2: actually have i really haven't had time to do anything but uh you know my, my main focus has just been trying to get uh uh the bane comic out so, I mean, that's just been my main focus. I haven't, you know, no video games, no nothing. Just strictly, like, get this comic out. Yeah. That's it. And then I'm going straight to the, uh, you know, like I asked you about, you know, start getting these developers together and to see what they can do with that. See what they can come up with and uh, create something good.
0: Right. Yeah, I'll reach out to a few people I know who are who are developing stuff now. Um, I'll see if any of them are have any kind of pull to, to make something like that happen, but...
2: Yeah. You know, once you show them the website, I'm sure they'll be like, wow, this is cool. Maybe we could do something with that. So, yeah, for sure, man. Let's see what happens. Absolutely. <laughs> um, Dave, Dave's like poor China. <laughs> no, I'm
1: thinking of checking out the website, man, because
0: it sounds really neat. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I already have it open as one of my, my
1: tabs, so I can just click over to it. There. <laughs> yeah. I'm just avoiding braid lights right now. Sorry, like I've been my eyes. I've just been a little under the weather the last couple of days.
2: No, I understand the the vampire uh <laughs> where we'll think is slowly getting to you, so stuff must <laughs> stuff must be dark around you. I'm looking at Will's room and it's all bright and happy, and I'm looking at Dave like I am seeking into the darkness. Yeah. <laughs> 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 He's like He's like, hey, Will, Dave's like, I've been a little bit under the weather. Yeah, what they got to do with the lights out? (laughs) Nothing. (laughs) Bright lights, man. See, see, that's that's how it starts, Will, with the bright lights.
0: Yeah, I know. I mean, you know, I'm keeping myself protected
2: right now through the lights. Yes, keep the lights on because the next thing you know, man, your lights will go out. Next thing I see Dave in your room talking about, (laughs) hello. Hello, (laughs) "Hello, Black Honey. (laughs) About that sickness. (laughs) hey look it's funny if you look at dave's window you can see like the light is on the far right and it's creeping over towards him and he keeps moving more to the left (laughs) (laughs) oh man i enjoyed you guys for real man it's awesome yeah yeah me too
0: me too it was a lot of fun
2: yeah, so spread the word man, uh, spread the website, you know, check a little bit more, you know, about it. You know, there's tons of tabs because I'm constantly working on it to to get people more and more and more and more. And uh, I mean, it's it's more than enough. It's like a buffet of visuals. Right, right. So, <laughs> yes, yeah, a buffet of visuals. So. <laughs>
0: that's, that's good. That's so good. <laughs> yeah, I'm going
2: to throw that on my Facebook. Who's ready for a buffet of visuals? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, nice. so have have you heard anything about Firewatch or Far Cry Primal or The Witness? Those have been re- recent releases and there's a few other ones um, out there as well, but for the sake of I guess timing I these are kind of the ones I wanted to highlight for you guys.
2: No, but now that you mentioned I'm going to keep an eye out for those. Mhm. Yeah. What I'm about gonna have to, Go ahead. No, I was just saying yeah, I'm going to have to keep an eye out for those.
1: What about yeah. you, Dave? Which ones again?
0: So, unbeknownst to me, I had no idea Far Cry Primal was so close to release.
1: Yeah, it's this month.
0: Yeah, whoa. It. I had no idea. Um, there's Firewatch. Which is next Tuesday? I think so, yeah. Um, the Witness, which just released. Which just came out, yeah. What, last week? I think so. Um, are there any other ones that you, you saw around that were releasing soon? Um... There's Naruto, like, Ultimate Ninja Storm that's coming um, shortly, right? And, of course, there's Street Fighter V, which
1: I'm incredibly excited for, but we're not going to go there right now. <laughs> i trying to think of the other one that just came out recently, because I almost bought it. It came out, like, right around the same time as The Witness. It was on PC before. What was it? Uh, yeah. um, I do I want to say This War of Mine, or War Oh, of Mine. yeah, totally. Yeah, my eyes been on that one, too.
0: Yeah, a couple of people came in on my broadcast a couple of times. They were like, did you get this War Did you get it? I'm like, dude, no. I'm playing something else right now.
2: <laughs> yeah, the Far Cry Promo looks good. Yeah. Yeah, it so, does. well, liking this. This is pretty tight. Far oh. Cry Promo. Oh, well, this is nice. What's this trailer? Let me check it. Beat it or not. Okay. Start with sorry about that.
0: Yeah, no worries, man. Yeah. <clears throat> Um. So, yeah, there's a couple of releases that are... There's probably more releases in this February than there were last February. So I find that pretty interesting.
2: Well, I mean, I think the releases are always going to increase because, uh, you know, from the days of, you know, 2000 and the, uh, the 90s, uh, video gaming has increased immensely. Yes. And it just keeps growing and growing. So, uh, you know, the... Uh, what do you call it? The nerd... The nerd center, the nucleus,
0: mm-hmm.
2: you know, rules the world now. Like, oh yeah, for sure. So I think now every every uh, video game company uh, are working, you know, hard to increase uh, video game, not only video game sales, but the amount of content that's coming out. Right, they have so.
0: to to stay competitive at these at this point. Yes, right
2: at this rate, it's all about being competitive and keeping up with. Because, uh, you know, every generation is thinking, thinking twice as fast as the last generation. So they have to keep, you know, the upgrades and, and, and everything. They have to be on top of it 24-7. So, on to the, the other gaming news.
0: Uh, there's a game that uh, Dave actually brought to my attention, I believe, uh, a game called Little Devil Inside. And uh, that, that game looks incredible. though incredible, I cannot wait to play it Um, what was the thing that kind of brought you over the edge that
1: made you decide you wanted to get it too? Oh man I just stumbled across a trailer for that game just like this indie title just for PS4 and I'm like what is this Mm -hmm. and it just kind of just took me in when I watched it and upon reading it further I found it's a hack and slash game too and I'm like no way, that seems like more like an RPG or a JRPG It it looked really cool
0: yeah, it's got like a really beautiful, simple art style. Um, the animation's very fluid and silky. I, I you know, when I, once I saw it, I saw the pictures. I was like, all right, all right, this is kind of like an adventure going around. But I saw the trailer,
2: saw the exploration, saw the combat. I was like, oh, oh, this is cool. Sorry about that, man. We we got we gotta get up out of here, man. I'm I'm up here running around. I'm enjoying all this conversation. It's-
0: yeah, no worries, man.
2: We'll uh crazy. We'll
0: we'll be sure to to have you on the podcast again at, at some point. But it has been a pleasure for
2: sure. Likewise. All right, man. All right, take it easy. Keep the gaming up. Uh make sure, you know, check out my stuff. I really appreciate you guys. And I will return. Me and Will, will be talking over to uh Twitter anyway, so for sure. Yeah, blow your nose. Yeah, hold on.
1: And it was. It was um Fuck! I just had it up. This War of Mine, The Little Children, which was like it just came to PS4. It was on PC, and I think it includes the original game and like the DLC. Mm. But it looks really cool, and I was torn between that and The Witness. But I like and, tr- and price checking last night. I think The Witness is thirty nine, and This War of Mine's like twenty nine. Ooh but I didn't buy either. Instead, I actually been playing Tomb Raider and I jumped on Helldivers with you guys last night. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Which Wait,
1: when, was ridiculous.
0: When did The Witness come out? January 29th? It was like a week ago, man. I think I might be able to, if you go on Amazon, do you have Amazon Prime? No. Uh, well, yes. Oh, you do? I do. You can get the game for less.
1: On PS4? Uh-huh. Well, I mean, only if it's on uh, Amazon, though. Well, I'd pay for that because of uh, other stuff. January 26th, you were right.
0: Yeah. I don't see it on here, though. I think it might only be a digital. It might only be a digital download. A
1: yeah, I don't see it on here at all. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's also like. Like, fun fact, if you're looking on Amazon, the first thing that comes up is the Harrison Ford movie, The Witness, from, like, 1985. <laughs> and I actually, my mom used to own that on VHS, so I know this movie is about, uh, I believe it's a, a murder or a crime, and Harrison Ford has to go undercover as an Amish person. What? And he learns their ways, and, you know, he builds barns, and he actually gets really attached to the community and everything, and it's a total what? feel-good movie, yeah.
0: What? It's, what in yeah, the world? Random, random. Random as fuck. <laughs> so cool. That's awesome um but yeah what what so this you know what have you been playing because we've been we've been rocking out yesterday on <laughs> hell Divers, and that was hilarious
1: by the way <laughs> it's like reaching over here so I can look yeah I finally got everyone on Helldivers divers since they released it for free it's uh-huh. pretty cool yeah yeah dancing real quick that oh was- yeah that's right um square annex run ran like a oh, that's better. Yeah, Square did like a recent price drop. They had like stuff at seventy five percent off. So I picked up Tomb Raider Definitive Edition for like seven fifty. Really? Yeah. When was is it still going on?
2: I don't think so. Fuck.
1: Sorry. That's a good price. It was like a down like that much. I'm like, I can't say no to you that. Can't not get so it. <laughs> especially because I actually I trophy checked real quick. I was like, did I beat this yet? Because I killed it on PS3, but I never got the yeah. PS4 version, and I didn't. I'm looking for you. Yeah, I didn't get the Platinum Trophy on PS3, but I almost got the Platinum on that.
0: But, yeah, that game, I, I, I still regard that as one of the best games to come out last generation. Like, so good. And the fact that Rise of the Tomb Raider, I, I still didn't get it, but the biggest reason why I didn't get it, aside from like wanting to play it on PlayStation, was because like I already have too many other things I'm playing right now. Getting it now wouldn't really
1: do anything for me yeah and I only picked it up because it was so cheap the original and I'm still waiting on the fucking sequel but I'll leave it alone today (laughs) I was pissed about that last cast Uh, yeah you are. (laughs) what what else have you been playing Um, so it's Helldivers Tomb Raider um, Rocksmith like always Mm -hmm. Um, man 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 a little bit of Assassin's Creed I went back to that I'm like I'm in like a holding pattern right now. Like okay. I'm getting like the occasional new like indie game, like that's why I was debating the witness or um Yeah. Uh this War of Mine. And I, I might just bite the bullet and get this war of mine later tonight after I beat Tomb Raider. <laughs> but I'm waiting on like and we finally got a date for something else we're gonna talk about later. Yeah we are. <laughs> but I there's nothing like big and new right now, at least not that I can think of. But what what have you been playing? Um Helldivers, that was the thing that we just recently played. Um,
0: Metal Gear Online, still been rocking it out with that. I've been having a lot of fun playing it. Hmm. Um, Rainbow Six Siege, Fallout 4, still rocking through. I almost have the Platinum Trophy for that, so that's exciting. Jeez. Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) Um, And I actually just started Life is Strange last night. Oh, cool. And I really like it. Really, really like it. I'm really interested to see how things go because, like, you know, like, in in games like this where it's, like, interactive storytelling type of thing, you make decisions and choices and you just proceed on. Yeah. Well, this allows you to not only solve puzzles but to make decisions by rewinding time, like, in the moment, like, right after you make a decision to say something. Depending on what the outcome is, you can change that. But even the fact that you can change what you say and thus resulting in a different outcome, you have no idea what it's going to do to the story later on. That's cool so it's it's got a really interesting dynamic of like conversational situations like that and also puzzle solving stuff so like when you rewind time or where regardless of where you are when you press the rewind time button you'll you'll be there at that time <laughs> so like if someone's you know as an example if someone's shooting a bullet, it goes right off you you t- stop time you just move over somewhere else and then when you when you when you uh, rewind time, you'll be there before any of that happens, and then you can like stop it from happening. That's crazy. Yeah, it's got some really really cool things going on with that. So, and it's it's got it, you know she's an art student, so like you know I'm all like oh my god this is cool. <laughs> um, yeah, I really like it. <coughs> um, and yeah, in terms of we we talked a little bit about Diet love, Pass incident.
1: Oh, I'm gonna bring that up again. Yeah. I thought that was pretty badass. I stumbled across that too.
0: Yeah. So we're we're seeing like a lot of really high quality like cuz this is an indie game, right? Yes. A lot of really good high quality indie games, man, like uh developer IMGN Pro. Yeah. Because
1: it was based on a a real incident and just Oh, yeah. based
0: on the di- Okay, so the game is called
1: Colat. Yes, it's spelled K H O L A T. It's K H O L A T. That comes out March eighth. So it's like we just had like an official trailer drop for something we've never seen, and it looks really atmospheric and kind of like people are using the phrase like point and click or walking adventures, but I think they're more immersive in a lot of ways.
0: Mm, for
1: sure, because it's all about. It's all about
0: those types of interactions, it's not necessarily about trying to combat or trying to, you know, play it in a traditional way. I think those types of games are really interesting. It kind of had a,
1: like if, I mean, the setting was like in the mountains and like the snow and, and at dark and stuff. Until it, Dawn? <laughs> no, I was, I was going to say mist. It, oh. it kind of reminded me of that, like, okay. like, just when I first saw it, I was like, that looks, that looks neat, like I'd like to play that. Hmm. That's cool. Yeah, I don't know I don't know as much about it as you do.
0: But I, I think I mean this is something I'm totally down for. So uh IMGN pro, if you guys want to send us codes to play this game on we'll stream feature, it, you will we'll totally play it and review the fuck out of it. Oh yeah. It looks really cool. Um next game we have next bit of news. You might not care about it as much as, you know, Chris Chris would care about it, but he mentioned it during our, our podcast thread discussion, Final Fantasy fifteen potentially coming to PC. So, for you PC players at home who wish you could play Final Fantasy XV, there's been some information leaked that it would be coming to PC. So, you know, that's that's a good thing for people trying to get that game in there. Um, Hideo Kojima and Guillermo del Toro potentially collaborating again. And I say this with, with hesitation because... Don't quote me on this, but if I remember correctly, Guillermo del Toro said he didn't want any involvement in video games anymore because every time he got involved, they got canceled or something yep. tragic happened or et cetera, et cetera.
1: He had a project in, in the works, one of his own horror games for years that got canned. Mm-hmm. And then most recently, um, his project with Hideo. And it was after that thing with Konami that happened. He said he never is going to do it again. Uh-huh. But it's it's also kind of been kind of cool to see, like, since Sony's welcomed Hideo with open arms, and he's been touring, like, around. He's been, like, hanging out with Mark Cerny, and he's been going to all these places and conferences. And, and now Guillermo and, and Hideo are going to be doing a presentation for, I think it's DICE, right? Yep, DICE 2016. So I'm like, it'd be the perfect time to say something, but <laughs> yes. I don't know. Oh, like, my I- I don't know. I, I think everyone would shit their pants if they're going to say, we're still doing Silent Hills. I'm lose it. I'd, I'd lose
0: it. <laughs> it would be, in, it's being moderated by Jeff Keighley. So it's like, there's no other reason why he would be involved in this unless he was going to be discussing either his experience
1: working in the game industry or a new project coming up. It, it's, it's, a brilliant marketing tactic if they're going to drop something. If yeah. not, if not, they could just be talking,
0: Yeah, which is still cool.
1: Which is still cool. I'd listen.
0: Yeah, me too. Totally would listen, because he's. I think Guillermo is, is awesome. He's a great
1: director. Oh, yeah, and props to him for his latest film, uh, Crimson Peak. Yeah, did you see it? I did. How was it? It's definitely more of a period piece, just from the, the time frame that it's set in. Mm-hmm. But it's still very atmospheric. It's a good ghost story. Hmm. And it's rated R, so there's lots of gore and blood. So, you know, I, I love that shit.
0: <laughs>
1: That's awesome. Um, guys, I, I'm just, I don't know, I'm just so
0: happy to to be talking about games in general. And there's so many good things happening in the gaming industry. Uh, so many good things to be uh, excited about. And I will let you do the honors of, of <laughs> mentioning this next thing. Um, I will say on the record that I'm not as big of a Doom fan as you are. Twelve
1: years. Twelve fucking
0: years, <laughs> but I'm excited at the prospect of this this game. I kind
1: of just did mention it a little bit, but yeah that's I don't care I mean, <laughs> we've like and i was like I've been talking about it for a while, and my time frame was about right. I was shooting for late spring, early summer, and they said May thirteenth is when the game finally gonna is gonna drop, and they released a trailer too It was only like a minute or so long, and it mm-hmm. still looks excellent. I can't wait cannot yeah. wait
0: this this game that we refer to I did I met accidentally mentioned it in when I was explaining it but, oh, but the now it's doom 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 doom
2: doom, 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 doom,
0: doom. I'm going to do that every time <laughs> and I did check out the trailer I know Jordan won't touch it but I will um and it it's got some really slick animation qualities to it. I'm I'm kind of uh impressed with what they were. The suit looks fucking cool. So cool. Yeah, I'm excited to to see where cause, well I now I'm pretty sure this is the same game. Did I see the character rip off the arms of one of the creatures or humans and then beat them with it? Yes. Okay, just making sure I saw that.
1: Because I also saw a Fallout mod that did the same thing, which was hilarious. I've been, like, pouring through online comments, too, to see, like, how users are reacting to it. Not even make it. I'm just curious. Like, what does everyone else think? Yeah. And a couple things I, like, picked out were um, they're hoping that they don't get stale. Like, they don't want it to just be, like, a QTE kind of mess where you pull off a lamb or, or t- tear an arm off. And they're all optional from what I'm hearing. So okay. you can just blow away everyone or every once in a while, like, do something crazy like they showed in the promo. Yeah. Option is good. And um, the other cool thing I heard was people were worried about speed, like how fast it moves online. And people that have played like the, the alphas that they put up, specifically X people mm-hmm. that I was reading. And the one guy said he, he played the alpha for a bit and then he went back to Halo 5 and it was so much slower. Mm-hmm. Like he, it took him a while to adjust. And I'm like, that's a good sign. Yeah. That means like we're on the right path because we want it to feel like Quakish or, or Unreal like, we yeah, want it to go sure. fast. So I'm hearing lots of good things already.
0: Mm. Is did I hear a rumor as well that uh, Unreal was making a a return?
1: I maybe. I mean, I heard that a little bit ago. I think, but I haven't heard word since that rumor. I guess. Yeah, I remember I watched a video, but I don't remember what the video, what
0: the timestamp on the video was, how long ago it was. But I remember someone mentioned it. I was like,
1: wait a minute.
0: We have Paragon coming from Epic. Yep. And I think they might be working on another game that's a little bit different, but For real. And speaking of Paragon, you know I'm pretty still I'm still pretty excited about Paragon. Like I, I think the again more games that allow you to play cross platform at the same time are great. But this one also allows you to if you're playing on PS4, but you also want to play on PC, it's, pro- it's cross progression as well. That's neat. Yeah, so it's all cloud-based, so whenever you log into the server, it's just ready to go. Hmm. Fucking cool. Um, So developers, if you're listening to this, uh, the more games that do that, the better. You know, give us all more options. Because at some point, you know, games, especially if they're multiplayer-heavy, their multiplayer community can die out as people move on to other games. So if uh, there are as many people around as possible to continue playing the game, that means you'll have a really active and live community. Um, so that that's the biggest reason why I like cla- cross-platform is is because there's there's always going to be someone to play with, you know.
1: Hmm.
0: Um, and we'll move on to the hot topics. Now, I don't know if there's something that you'd like to
1: incorporate into the hot topics. If there is. This is, there's one. Yes, there's one. Um, I mentioned it briefly. It was not on um our agenda, and it's like a 12 minute video, so I understand why people didn't watch it. Okay. I linked it again because they just started their Kickstarter campaign. And I'm all about, like, a Kickstarter if it looks, like, legit. hmm
0: mm-hmm.
1: And this other... Since we're on this trend recently, this other horror game coming out. It's called Visage. It's V-I-S-A-G-E. Yeah. And it was, like, a 12-minute, like, alpha demonstration. I'm like, okay, I'll watch this. And it was... This one was very pt Like, <sighs> I'm sitting there, like... And I'm actually watching this at work, so I'm like... <laughs> all i right. got the headphones cranked up here yeah. and i have to keep pausing it cuz i'm like i can't freak out at work and there are a couple moments that just really got to me yeah and um to throw this in there too since i i just love the game i love the series and i love when people can do it right as the demo like progressed yeah it straight up felt like a moment out of silent hill
0: dude like the the visuals on this are so good
1: like there is this I don't want to ruin it, but the, the, something happened and all of a sudden I was just, like, he's looking around like, this feels eerily familiar right now. And it's just, it was creepy. But like, I, I don't even know if we'll see it. It'll see the light of day. Like they just started the Kickstarter for it.
0: I'm going to tell you now, I'm looking at the Kickstarter right now. It's got about 532 backers. It's got 34 days to go. So it's, it's, it's fresh. Just started essentially. Um, and it's, it's already... Uh, a little bit over half of their goal. Nice. It's great to hear. I think, I mean, I'm I'm just looking at the visuals right now. I'm just going to read this for you guys at home. The trailer is best seen on YouTube. Go take a look at the HD version right here. Environment. The game will be set inside a huge house in which terrible things have happened. You'll wander through the gloomy corridors, explore every dead room, and get lost in its endless mazes. Your head filling with memories of the dead families that once lived in this very home. This twisted environment, void of any life other than your or than yours, will take you to places you couldn't even bear imagining. Yeah, it looks good. <laughs> Sounds great too. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, I, I like scary games. Um I I have a hard time playing them a lot because they're fucking scary. Um, but this is something that I'm pretty sure my uh, people on streaming and on YouTube would appreciate seeing. And appreciate playing, too. This looks like something interesting. So for $20, oh no, not even $14, US you get a digital console version of the game on PS4 or Xbox One. So granted that it's anywhere near as good as the PT demo, which you cannot get anymore. I changed out my hard drive. That oh, sucks. I know. And I had it on my hard drive before, but I changed hard drives and it doesn't let you just transfer stuff over. You have to re-download everything. Mm. Couldn't download it.
1: So sad. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we'll still get other games. Yeah. But that I mean, this this is cool. This
0: is cool. Um so there's another Kickstarter project for you guys at home to to check out. Nice little plug for them. Um yeah, is there is there anything else that you'd like to? All right, and my question to you, to everyone at home, actually, whether you're listening on iTunes or YouTube, is: Did you expect the witness to sell as well as it apparently did? Hmm. So I'm going to.
1: Yeah, I'm like curious of like official numbers because I remember reading about that too.
0: Yeah, let me let me click on a link again and then. So this is, a, this is kind of a fun sales fax from uh, Jonathan Blow, the creator of The Witness. Um, I don't want to read the entire thing, but uh, let me just see if I can read it. Like the... So The Witness has now been on sale for a week, so it seems like a good time to post a financial summary. Often, independent developers find these kinds of numbers useful in making their own plans, and the general public can find them interesting too. So granted, this is a PS4 and PC uh, exclusive game. Um, Finally, I want to make clear that we did not make this game in order to make money. We were trying to build a beautiful, interesting, intricate thing, first and foremost. The money just helps us stay in business in order to build new things. It is very easy on the internet to read a financial posting like this cynically, so uh, so I urge folks out there not to do that.
1: They delayed it more than once, didn't they?
0: Oh, yeah. The Witness has totaled over 5 million U.S. dollars. Gross revenue in the first week it has sold substantially more than a hundred thousand units.
1: It's like all right. Yeah. I, don't know. I got another follow up question then. Yeah. So what was their budget? That's a great question. That is a wonderful question. Of course, uh, again, if you Google that, the witness budget, you come up with the Harrison Ford movie from 1985 <laughs> that lists the $12 million budget. So be careful when you Google
0: that. Because our Okay, so here it is. I see something on the same article. So the game is doing great. This doesn't mean that we've broken even on our development costs yet. Okay. Because our development budget was so high, $5 million in revenue was not enough to recover it yet. Because we split that revenue with the storefronts, we have to subtract that in Europe, etc. However, it's looking like as time goes on, we should break even and make a comfortable safety margin on top of that, which will allow us to make more nice games in the future, unless some kind of world economic disaster happens. Now, here's the thing, right? Like, I've heard universal appraisal about the game. You know, most people, if not all people who have played the game, have kind of walked away from it enlightened in some way. Yeah. And... You know, when they first announced the game and talked about it, I was just like, uh, eh, you know, whatever, man. It's it's a puzzle game, a puzzle game. That's what I it's said. It's a first person yeah. puzzle game. Like, not a big deal, but right. the way I heard people talk about the game and 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 the the idea of exploration. I mean, it's one of those things where we were just talking about like how the um, how the adventure games, kind of point and click style games, um, they make you center more on the environment more on the world that's around there because you're not actively like fighting the entire time or actively um, trying to do something other than like looking around and exploring. Mm-hmm. So I think that kind of mentality really benefits a game like this where it's really all about the exploration and about the puzzles. So, you know, they're not all just like a puzzle like going like in lines and stuff like that. Some of them are kind of like, you know, environmental puzzles as well. Yeah. Um. I didn't expect it to sell as well as it did on its first week, though.
1: I mean... I I didn't expect it to sell that well, but I expected it to sell well. Yeah? The hype was real. Um, (laughs) The the wait was a long time. Yeah. It was a particular console exclusive, especially from a guy that people know and and enjoy his work. So, like, Uh everyone was paying attention. So, it's like... I I didn't expect it to sell, like, that well, but I expected it to make some money. Right. Right. That's understandable, too.
0: And one of the other points I wanted to make about this, why I mentioned it at all, is because, you know, it's it's so good to know that there's different types of games that can coexist and still do well. Like, I remember there was a time in gaming where there were really only certain types of games that were selling really well. It was the Halos. It was the Call of Duties. It was the games that were centered on those types of experiences whereas now like there's there's so many different experiences that people can enjoy you know different consoles different different genres
1: yeah I, think it's well, I cool. ease of availability too i think it didn't shock me as much because of um like more recently even though it was like a, a remastered again but when Resident Evil came out again mm. on on next gen, and it just sold like hotcakes. Was, really, that's also what people really wanted. Yeah,
2: I think
0: it did pretty well commercially. Yeah, I, I believe it. I still haven't picked it up myself, though. I Probably should. Like now, I'm like curious too. Like, how much did they make? Yeah, I might I might download that shit right now. Now that I'm thinking about it, I haven't played. A, I haven't played. I haven't played that in a long time. Well, actually, first let me look at Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider Digital Edition.
1: I can't see the price anymore because I bought it.
0: <laughs> it's true. You do, you bought it digitally, right? Yeah. I could just check on mine instead of on
1: my phone. It's taking a little longer than I want. Like I know they just did it, and I wasn't talking zero. I was talking the original because I know zero just dropped.
0: Oh, that's what I was talking about. Yeah. No, the first one. So the re- the remaster of the first one you're talking about, right? Yeah. Did you pick that up?
1: Yes. Yeah? How is it? It's excellent. Yeah. It's just like when they did it for GameCube, just on my PlayStation. But it was still awesome to go through again.
0: I still haven't played that GameCube version, so I probably should. I probably should buy that game, huh? It's It's still a classic. And I heard, I saw. Speaking of games that are on uh, on sale, I saw Star Wars Battlefront was on sale for
1: thirty dollars. I I saw it and I clicked away. You clicked away. I'm like you're not getting my money. <laughs> 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 like I I just can't I can't do it. I cannot hold myself to it. So Tomb Raider is back
0: to thirty dollars on PlayStation Store. Sadly, sorry. And nah no, nah. that's nah, cool. Star Wars is indeed thirty dollars. People on stream have been asking me to play it, and I'm considering it. Because uh, when it first launched at $60, I was like, there's no way in the hell I'm buying this for $60. And then when it got down to $40 on a sale, I was like, oh. if it was a little bit less, I'd probably
1: pick it up. And now it's a little bit less, and I'm like... Well, this might have changed, but this was from last year. Um, just because I'm a numbers guy, and I'm like... Eh. No, know. Oh, go back. There we go. Back in April of last year, it said Capcom announced Friday that its latest Resident Evil HD remake, released in January, had sold more than one million units worldwide. That It said, in addition, Resident Evil HD set a new record for biggest selling day one digital title on the PlayStation Network. Wow. Wow. People uh-huh. really wanted this. Like, I don't have numbers besides that. That was just a quick little search. But I remember it it did really well when it came out. I was like, damn. It's
0: got... So Resident Evil Zero has 2,562 ratings, and they're all five stars. And Resident Evil Regular has 23,550 at five stars. (laughs) Adding to my cart. (laughs) Live on the podcast. (laughs) Adding to the cart.
1: It's such a good game. Oh, man.
0: <sighs> should, should, I, should I do Final Fantasy VII? Should I do it?
1: I don't know, man.
0: I, I want to wait until not, the remake. I'm not watching. <laughs> yeah, I want to I wanna wait until the remake comes out before I, like, jump into that world.
1: That's kind of where I'm at because I, I, I've tipped my toes in, like I've said, every once in a while, and I'm still like, no, no. <laughs> I'll stay in the shallow end <laughs> over here. I don't want to go over there. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome.
0: Um, before we bring the podcast to a close, is there. Um, no, where. Obviously, people on YouTube can see the little link to your Twitter um, on here, but where can people go to interact with with Mrs. Soil, aka System of a Down, and Dave?
1: They can find me. My Twitter handle is D Train Unchained, which I am honestly not that active on Twitter because social media has been bumming me out the last few months. Yeah. People are mean out there, man. People are fucking
0: <laughs> vicious, bro. I, but, I have to keep myself, like, <laughs> mentally distanced from a lot of the stuff that's out there. It's... It's, it's ugly.
1: Yeah. But besides that, I'm gaming online right now on Soil, a.k.a. Soad. I'm on PlayStation. And you can find me on PlayStation. Sorry, I'm not on Xbox. Do you not have an Xbox Live account anymore? Like, I think your brother still has an Xbox, right? Yeah, I think he does. <laughs> I think he does. <laughs> I'm I'm kind of hurt, like, is he he bought an Xbox, and you know, when you're living with a, a roommate or a family member, you're thinking, I want to play with you. And then he bought an Xbox. I'm like, but why? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's like it's cool. It's like he he likes the controller and the features that come with it, and he's had Xbox before. So I'm like, yeah, that's cool. But you know, we can't really play together then. He's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, and people at home, you guys know, uh, you're already watching on the Black Oni channel, so uh, you can go to at Black Oni 6 because someone took Black Oni as a Twitter handle. <laughs> we talked about this in another podcast before. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, guys at home, thank you so much for tuning in. Dave, thank you so much for coming on. And you, you're sick too, so it's like... It's cool, man. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely appreciate it. Uh, KKasaurus wanted to come on to, the, to the, the broadcast, but he couldn't make it because of work. So, happy Super Bowl Sunday, because it's about to be uh, Sunday tomorrow, the
1: time of this. I don't, who who do you think is going to win? Oh, man. Um. All right, I, I won't go on too much of a tangent, because Will knows I can talk football for hours. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. But I'll say that I'm... I'm I wouldn't mind if either team won. That's the first Super Bowl I can say that in years. Okay. Okay. Because, um, as you know, like Jordan, who's on here, uh, Mr. Bauer Kills, uh, he's a diehard Denver Broncos fan. So he's flipping his gourd right now. And his mm-hmm. team's back in. And I, I would love to see Peyton get one more ring and retire. Mm-hmm. Like, so I'd, I'd love to see that. But I also wouldn't mind seeing Carolina win. They've only ever been once and they've lost once. Yeah. So it's it's for them that would be really cool to see for that team and that city and that organization and they're one of the best in the league right now. So I, I wouldn't mind seeing either one win. Mm-hmm. In my heart, though, I I, I'm, I gotta say Denver. Yeah, I, mean, I, I got to. I'm,
0: a, I'm gonna say Denver just for the sake of of Bauer kills in honor of of our friend. He's he's literally for as long as I've known him, you know. As always, even when the Denver Broncos were nowhere close to getting to the Super Bowl, nowhere <laughs>
1: close, still screaming about, <laughs> still, still
0: cheering them on, and you know, like I'm not a big sports guy, but I have fun with with sports, right? I you know when I'm with people or or talking about it, you know, I, I can I can join in on conversation to an extent, um, but I, I like watching when the games are good. Like I like watching when I'm you know hanging out with people and having some drinks and having some food and hanging out, you know, watching these really big plays, like that's fun. Um but everyone at home, I just hope you all have a wonderful Super Bowl Sunday. You all uh drink responsibly.
1: <laughs> don't get too wrecked. Don't get crazy. Don't I mean, get-, get crazy, but you know, don't get too crazy.
0: <laughs> don't don't murder anyone. Um <laughs> don't riot if you win or lose. Right. No <laughs> rioting. We don't want to see any of that shit. Um yeah this has been fun yeah man thanks for having me of course